Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I spent two hours on Sunday trying to figure out why all of Twitter was making jokes about canned beans. Hmm. Why, yes, I did have a Benadryl cocktail on New Year's Eve. Thank you very much. It sounds very nice. When people put furniture out on the street right before it starts raining, I don't really understand that. Me neither. At what point does a cool van turn into a creepy Buffalo Bill help me push a sofa into the back van? This gal wants to know. (laughs) Hopefully never. Have such a good day. Whether it's raining or sunny or snowy or, I don't know, icy where you are, welcome to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants you to do just that. Climate change is real, Sarah, and this is our little podcast, and it's aptly named (laughs) Just For You, where we yak about all the things and try to crack a smile. And sometimes it's hard, but, you know, we, we make a valiant effort. Yeah, it's not really a show about climate change, but no, it's, it's not. It's all around us. But we may talk about it because yeah. pretty much the show subject matter runs the gamut. Heather, it's raining here in Northern California. Oh, it's and this is a thing too. that happens in the winter. And I know it. And I know people who live in more rainy climates throughout the year laugh and say, it's raining. Like, are you dying? And <laughs> no, I'm not. But you just forget in California. You, you just forget. You know it's going to rain. I got my galoshes. All's well. But when it does, I'm like, everything's just harder. It is my harder. dog doesn't want to go to the bathroom because he doesn't like the rain. <laughs> Some dogs, I guess, do, but I didn't I mean, get lucky in him? that regard. No, I don't want to poop in the rain either. You know, I love my galoshes. I've got like the kind of tall ones, but they aren't that easy to walk in. And then they're rubber, so my feet get kind of hot. So I have to bring an extra pair of shoes to change into when I get to the office because I don't want to wear them all day because it's just like they're not that comfortable. So then you have to bring another pair of shoes. So I'm carrying all this stuff and I'm getting wet going from like my car to my office. Man, this morning, I mean, Sarah, it was so dark. It was 7.15 and it was pitch black out. I mean, yeah. I don't like it. I mean, I know people like in Scandinavia experience that, but it's just, it's not my jam. <laughs> so Scandinavia, lots of places, you know. Finland, in I don't Northern know. or Southern hemispheres, depending <laughs> on the time of year. I've got galoshes too. I've got some nice hunter ones. And I got them last year. I never, 
had galoshes before since I, since I was like a kid, you mm -hmm. know, splashing around in puddles for fun. Yeah. And when I moved to the country last year and like, they're just like, isn't good drainage. There's mm -mm. puddles everywhere. It's muddy. And I was like, it's a whole I different some, scene. I, yeah. I need some galoshes. And I mean, it was a total game changer because otherwise I'd get done from not even a long walk. And I'm like, my feet are soaked. My shoes are soaked. It's just gross. Let's just talk about this for a second because I'm fe feeling very passionate about, about this right now because, All right. you know, I love shoes. You know this about me, Sarah. And I, <laughs> I love, um, nice shoes and fun shoes and uh i am used to living in the city and yeah i had a stint in paris and new york and it does snow there mostly new york but you know you do get this the slush and the mud and all that stuff on the city streets however in the country boy is it another level i mean we have gravel driveways that need to be re-graveled because it's been raining so much that there's so much mud now i can't mm. even wear i mean it's like I have to wear galoshes or like work boots now. And I feel like I'm so, I miss my other shoes. Just even some of my sneakers I miss because everything just gets so muddy and dirty. There's oh, yeah. leaves on the bottom and then bring them in the house. I mean, it is like, it's a real different um, experience living in the country for I'm so many with reasons. with you. And like, I, I, it's funny, this morning there's this, where I live, there's this big driveway, big, you know, not gravel, but like concrete. Mm -hmm. And it's on like a slight incline and there's a drain, you know, in a corner and the whole thing, you know, once it rains, you know, it's supposed to, everything's supposed to drain and it works fine, but it gets clogged by like leaves and like mm -hmm. we have redwood trees and the pine needles are falling and everything. And so this morning I look outside, I'm like, how hard is it raining? I'm like, oh man, big old puddle. I have to say it's very satisfying to like be in my galoshes where I'm like, feet aren't getting wet. Oh, you know, I'm just wading in this mud and pool <laughs> type thing and then kind of like take all the leaves out and then I see the drain working. You know, it's like there's some SMR. <laughs> oh, oh kind of ASMR, thing going on. totally. Yeah. No, I have that too for sure. And yeah, there's some the galoshes thing. I mean, maybe that's why you have such vivid memories of wearing them as a kid because you know, that's, uh, it was, it was really like an experience. Um, so how's your week been, Sarah? I mean, we've, we've been chatting a bit. Um, so well, we're kind of up to speed, but we're in, we're in 2021 everybody. Uh, and oh, that's right. I, I, I know. Right. <laughs> I actually had to, I wrote a check because one of the, um, folks who helped with housemate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> one of the folks around here who helps with house maintenance through the Airbnb, she just, isn't a paypal person or a venmo person yeah. or whatever she just wants a physical check and i'm like you know what i'm not gonna argue with you well i can do that mm -hmm. and i she was here yesterday and i wrote a check and i it, i was like one what 21 oh wow that it felt really weird i know what year it is but it still felt weird to write it out oh it always does it always you know, does it's funny you bring up checks um i've been um uh, I learned a little something from my dad, um, kind of working with him on the business. Do you do you know that you could write instead of saying like five hundred, like writing it out? You can do five hund, like, and if it's like thou thou, you could thousand. You can go five thou three hund and twenty seven dollars. I had no idea you could do that, but you can. <laughs> um, no, I didn't either. I mean, it's a nice I don't know how hand. many characters you're saving, but it's kind of cool that the bank is like, yeah, we know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. That's a fun little life hack. If you're like, it is my a good hand life hurts hack, today, and I want, 
<laughs> well, when it gets like to be big numbers, you don't have a lot of room. So if you're doing like, yeah. you know, 5,100, you know, it's like it becomes kind of problematic. Yeah. Um, anyway, see, I told you, you're going to learn such a myriad of things on this show today. We've already covered climate change, um, checks. checks, life hacks, yeah. uh, weather patterns, right? Galoshes. The idea of writing out numbers in a way <laughs> that works for transactions. So tell me about your New Year's Eve. I, I would like to know what you did. Oh, God. Uh, I was asleep by like 9.30. Yes. Um, this was by design. I didn't have plans. I didn't, I mean, where, where am I going to go? Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom and I had spent a really nice Christmas Eve and Christmas morning together. And she's not like, I mean, what are we going to do? Like party? Like, no, we're, <laughs> we're, neither of us care about that sort of thing. No. And I, there was a family living, <laughs> staying at the Airbnb at the time. They had booked, you know, a, a long time before. They were very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they kind of asked me for little things here and there throughout their just under a week that they were here. And on New Year's Eve, a little bit earlier in the day, I had had to go do something. And, you know, I came back. And as I come back, I'm like, mm, they're definitely grilling like red meat or something. You know, oh. I just kind of smelled food. And what's fine. That's, you know, part of the deal. And I got a text from the woman who was, you know, kind of the person that I had been interfacing with and I think she felt sorry for me somehow like poor Sarah like clearly lives alone above the garage with her dog and she texted me and said hey I know you know we're social distancing but we're making burgers and like I don't know what else they were making she kind of listed off this like fun like you know we're like making a cool meal do you want us to put a plate out on the porch for you and I and I I happened to have had like leftovers from, I don't know, whenever I had cooked last. Mm-hmm. And so I said, thank you very much. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> I'm good. Um, and also like, do I seem like <laughs> this poor woman who should be fed? And I mean, I think she probably would have like invited me in, but you know, everybody's got their pod these days and you know, that that's not happening. But uh, I appreciated it. And at the same time, I was like, just leave me alone. It's anyway, it's like you're leave me like alone to be the little goblin lady that I am, you know, watching whatever. It's like, you remember the story of the old woman who lived in her shoe? Like, it's like that. Well, she had a lot of children, so she wasn't alone, Heather. That's true. Oh, I love this story. This really brings me joy. Thank you. But yeah, so New Year's Eve was super uneventful. I actually, I remember looking at the clock and being like, it's 930. Like, I'm tired. Like, do I even like attempt to stay up. Yeah, I've done this in years thing. past. Sometimes I'm just not in the mood, even when like there were like parties that you could go to or mm-hmm. places that you could go to. And I just sort of tucked myself in and watched a little TV for a while or a movie or I don't know, whatever mm-hmm. I was watching and then went to bed. And so nothing really happened. And in the morning when I woke up, you know, <laughs> I don't think any of us were besides sort of joking like 2020 once it's over, like, you know, that was a shit year. Yeah, kind of everything's going to like, you know, be No, better. yeah, like nothing was going to magically be different. But mm. there always is this feeling that I have in January. And I really don't get the winter blues as much as other people do. Mm-hmm. But but the first couple of weeks of January in particular are not my favorite. I feel the same way. I'm, I'm exactly the same. I get like that tension before Christmas. Like December can be kind of tough too but there is something darker about january i don't know it's like well because (sighs) it's still sort of cold 
you know, or yeah. rainy or snowy or whatever. I mean, again, if you live in Australia, it's summer. So, you know, kudos <laughs> to you. Let's move to Australia. Yeah, right. Yeah, or Argentina or something. Sure, but let's do it. But uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of, there's always this, I don't even want to call it a letdown, but it's just, it's sort of like, yeah, we got a while till daylight saving starts again. And, you know, it's winter for a while. Mm -hmm. And I don't have... I mean, besides, you know, friends' birthdays and I guess you got President's Day and MLK Day in, in early February, but mm -hmm. you kind of go like, mm, it's a bit of a slog for oh, a while it is, for sure. until the leaves start coming out again. And and so I I tried to just sort of ride through that. And I mean, yeah. we're still in the first days of January, so I mean, we have ways to go. Good but luck. Yeah, but I kind of was like, all right, yeah, you know, life didn't magically change and there's a bunch of political stuff that's going on that mm -hmm. gives me great anxiety mm -hmm. and uh, all, all sorts of other things. So it's kind of the same BS yeah. as it was uh, just a few short weeks ago. And I knew that. But at the same time, I'm you know trying to stay as optimistic as possible, drinking a lot of tea, which actually Good. is a wonderful thing about winter because it is. I love tea and I prefer hot tea. I don't really drink cold mm -hmm. beverages unless it's like LaCroix or something yeah me neither so I don't really like cold tea it's just not my thing and in the summer it's like I can't drink tea all day I'm sweating so it's that's the one thing that I'm like I got my coffee in the morning and then I can drink hot beverages throughout the day and night I'm you know it doesn't same. have to be caffeinated and that's kind of it's one of the little things I'm leaning into you know it's all about the little things right now I'm a big rooibos fan I believe you are too yeah, yeah, we talked about correctly. it on a past show. It's yeah. it's great and oh, non-caffeinated, and it's got that earthy taste. And, and I like that it's not fruity. I don't like fruity tea, honestly, I, and I, I would rather go kind of minty on the minty mm. side or the earthy side than like the fruity. Um, but yeah, um, uh, I'd like to get a little kettle for my office because then I could have hot water at... Um, you know, I do like one of the little electric things. Exactly. It's so... on my list, Sarah, my long ass to-do list. Oh, and, God. Um, shopping yeah, list. Tell, tell me about it. Mm. So how has your week been? Well, gosh, there's a lot going on, but um, it's been okay. You know, there's been, I've been busy. I'm doing a lot of my dad's business these days. It's a lot of stuff that just needs to happen and I need to figure out and it's been interesting. It's definitely, he's really set up an interesting empire up here and it's kind of cool to see what he's done. And, um, so I've been doing that. I've been, my head's been down working in his office and I, it's funny. I, we, so me and my boyfriend, you know, we're, we're kind of LA people. We, we like culture and tacos and sort of like city culture. And so it's just been really kind of fun to experience living in the country, being the way we are. And just, we laugh about things a lot, you know, about how our lives have changed. And the mix of people up here is interesting. I mean, you have weirdos everywhere like for sure there's tons of weirdos in los angeles and every big city in the world obviously but like when you're in a smaller place sometimes those weirdos like stand out a little bit more um and especially now because things feel kind of apocalyptic and there's more homeless and all this stuff but it's an interesting mix up here of like kind of there's some sophistication there's a big artist community 
there's a university, so there's professors, there's doctors, and you know, there's like, there are some civil, a lot of civilized, interesting people, but there's also the creepy van people. And so- You talk about creepy vans a lot. Like how many creepy vans are we talking about here? Well, it's not that many, but it's a fun game because there's this one section off the freeway near where I live, where there's like usually at least one creepy van parked. And I find the creepy van thing really interesting because you go, okay, was it always a creepy van? Did it start out as a creepy van with a creepy person in it? <laughs> I um, mean, it was new once. It was new once. Was it, what, did it used to be a soccer mom van or like a surfer van or, um, I don't or know, just like a normal van? you're using it for work? Yeah, a work yeah. van. Yeah. How, when did it turn into a creepy van? Is like, <laughs> where along that, <laughs> that spectrum did it get creepy? So we play this game called creepy van. How many creepy vans can you count in a day? And it's pretty fun. I never really get past maybe 10, but it's a fun game because that's, no, I mean, I was, that's a lot kind of, it is kind of a lot. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of sprinter vans right now. A lot of those Mercedes sprinter vans. I think a lot of people have bought those this year because they're going on road trips. And I see a lot of out yeah. of um, state license plates up here. A lot of people want to come to Northern California and see the redwoods and get out of their house and with COVID and everything. So this area has been actually pretty crowded um, and discovered which is really interesting because it's usually really kind of sleepy. Um, sprinter vans, whatever, I wouldn't consider those creepy. There is a very distinct van. You, you can't just call any van creepy. It has to have certain distinguishing characteristics. So it is a fun game. Sarah will play it sometime and you'll, you'll see. Okay. There is a, it's funny that you mention the, you know, what makes a van creepy and there's, you know, this certain area where you see them more than others. Where I live, which is also, you know, it's pretty rural, a lot of trucks, a lot of vans, a lot of, you know, semis even around here. Just, Mm -hmm. I don't know, they're taking things from one place to another. Lots of work trucks and stuff. A lot, yeah, a lot of that. And it's a little jarring at first. I'm so used to it now. And like, I have an SUV myself. I'm like... Sometimes I see like little sports cars and I'm like, really? I know. I feel the same way. <laughs> Do you enjoy way. like driving across these pothole streets like this? But but uh, there is this little area. Um, if I'm on a walk, like there are several different ways I can turn when I leave my house. But there's one area that like you pass a few houses and then it's just kind of like you're under the trees for a while mm-hmm. until you get to any more like residential houses. Yeah. And not for like miles and miles, but like it's a stretch. And because of that, people dump vehicles on this little area because like no one's around. Like, so no one's going to be like pissed that you're in front of their house. Are you sleeping in the car? Hard to say. The first time I saw a car, I was like kind of weird that it just, it's parked here. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're not associated with like someone's driveway. And as like the month went on, like people were stealing parts out of the car. The car started to like disintegrate, you know, like wow. first the engine went and then some seats went. I'm like, who is, what, how's ha- happening? And then it kind of went away, it got mm-hmm. towed or something mm-hmm. eventually. And over the last, I'd say six months, it has happened with several other vehicles. Most recently, a creepy van, you know, <laughs> with like the weird curtains yes. and like a bunch of junk on the passenger seat where yep. you're like, I can't tell if someone's in there or the not, but I'm not. make it creepy for sure. Yeah, like and you don't really want to walk by it at night, no. even though this is like one of the routes that I walk with my dog, Yeah, you know, and you know, the van disappeared recently. So nothing's on that little stretch of road anymore, but it is, uh, 
yeah, I want who's next. I know it's really funny. You talk about cars. I mean, we're still on the same page. Like this morning, so I had to drop my car off at the dealership to get an oil change. So my boyfriend picked me up, and you know he. He was the lucky guy who uh, basically got the big work truck from my dad's business. And I'm talking, it's not like a pickup or like a Toyota medium-sized truck. It is like one of those wide bed, heavy-duty diesel. Like F-250 Yeah, it's it's gnarly. And it's so funny. You know, he always has crap in the, not just in the bed, but like inside the back seat. And there's like tarps and you know, oil cans and just like, and I get in there this morning, I'm not joking the whole way in. I'm like, okay, I get whiffs of oil and gas, uh, mildew from the tarps. I'm like BO, like, I'm just, this is a work truck. This is a dude truck. Get me the hell out of here, man. It's interesting. You know, I really am grateful though. It's cool to shake it up and do something different. You know, the fact that we really experienced city culture and now we're like totally going like, whoa, this is such a different alternate universe in the country, but it's cool. Like life is short. Why not like do something different? Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned sort of like the city weirdos. Yeah. Every city has weirdos. I mean, weirdos are just, you know, part of earth, but the (laughs) the country weirdos and I've got a lot around here. I mean, I don't know all my neighbors, Uh but I know most of them at this point, whether I not, I know them like, I don't know like them, like we're best friends or anything, Mm -hmm. but certain neighbors I know quite well Mm -hmm. because we just see each other. We're on kind of the same cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a guy down the street and he's always walking his Sheltie kind of around the time that I'm walking Otis and, you know, I've, I've kind of gotten to know him. Mm-hmm. But like, we're not going to like invite each other over for dinner necessarily, but it's sort of, you kind of start looking out for each other type yeah, of thing. Of course. And then there's some riffraff and mm-hmm. it doesn't really, I've always liked that. Not that I'm like, oh, I want to be surrounded by like criminals or anything, but I've always sort of liked a little edge, Me especially too. in a city. Yeah. Not again, don't want anybody to get hurt or, you know, like, yeah. you know, I'm not like, like, woo, homelessness, so fun, like not at all. But there's something about a little edge that I've always felt like makes me slightly more alive. And around here, it's like, eh, I mean, it's not really my kind of edge. No, it's more uh, you like, know, like people Venice are like, Beach edge is what you like. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> with certain exceptions. But, well, I mean, honestly, so the Venice Beach vibe, which is for anybody not familiar, it's in L.A., it's, you know, beach town. And a lot of just kind of like, it's sort of celebrated for the crazies. Yeah. Um, it's also warm and sunny and... And uh, you can kind of live in shorts all year long. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, yeah, like people selling candles on the strip. And it just, it's very, it is what it is. But it was also pretty edgy. Mm-hmm. And up here, it's more of like the edginess is, this is always happening at night, by the way, when I'm, cause I have to walk my dog. Like, mm-hmm. even if it gets dark, like, we gotta do it. Um, you know, it's people selling drugs out of a car yeah you know and they kind of like look at me and go like hey how's it going and i'm like it's not how's how's it going it's kind of like creepier edge well it's a it's just sketchier i don't know it's well it's just different and you know i grew up in this neighborhood so it's not super new to me yeah and again i'm like whatever like i'm not i'm not i'm not freaking out you know i'm not like posting on next door every time (laughs) i see like a strange unmarked van with curtains (laughs) 
See, there's a lot of fodder with the creepy van conversation. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, it is. Creepy vans happen in Venice too. Oh, Lots yeah. of them. Oh, 100%. Fact. And they yeah. probably used to be like surfer vans turned creepy. Well, some of them are creepy surfer vans. <laughs> That's true. This is very true. <laughs> Where you're like, I'm pretty sure you've been living in this for 30 years and that's cool and there's something about a soccer mom van that's pretty creepy too but like on another level but you know <laughs> it's funny my hometown uh, i used to love that uh, like my hometown is very affluent and nice and storybook los gatos california but i remember in high school i always wanted that edge i always wanted to move to the city but i loved that they were the hell's angels there's a lot of hell's angels um motorcycle yes, dudes that settled there there was like a, a biker bar called the cats and i remember when they would drive through town i'd be like yes i love it i love that there was that i think it's the contrast it's like hard when everything's homogenized and the same and i like having like the juxtaposition of like the nice stuff like the pretty streets but then like you've got a little element of like um you know culture i guess is part of it you know, in Los Gatos, because I'm not from there, but my parents are. Mm -hmm. So I spent a lot of time there. And once I was old enough to go to bars, I always wanted to go to the Black Watch. Oh, yeah. Because as a kid, you're like, ooh, it's like used to really go. dark in there. And there's always kind of a Hell's Angel type mm -hmm. bouncer outside. And at one point, I don't even remember, like, I, I don't even know what year this was, but I was I was young, young enough to want to go to like a crowded weird bar. Yeah. And, you know, I, I there was a guy outside and I'm just like, I don't know, making conversation with him or whatever as mm -hmm. he's checking my, my ID. And I was like, oh, yeah, my parents are from here. And he was like, what year did they graduate high school? And I told him and he's like, yeah, they're older than me. And I was like, but I have like lots of aunts and uncles that are younger than them. And we find like he was like he knew my aunt because oh, he wow. went to Los Gatos High with her. It's kind He's of like, a small that's your aunt? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, she lives in Switzerland now. <laughs> that is so funny. I wonder yeah. if it's even open still because you're starting to really see some of these classic places go under. I guess the the 101 yeah. Cafe, that Hollywood famous cafe right off the 101, um, cl closed. It's very sad. They're, they shot a lot of movies in there, and it's it's pretty sad. Well, you know, hopefully a lot of the places that I know it's, it's so sad. Yeah. It's horrible. hopefully there, you know, there's a lot of like new growth that will emerge sure. from this. Everything One has can to only evolve. hope. Yeah. I mean, some of the, some of the places that close just won't come back because it's like they're family run businesses mm -hmm. and they're going to do something else now. And, you know, maybe it was, it's hard enough to, to run like a retailer or food establishment anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, that's sort of the point I was trying to make earlier about 2021. It's like, listen, I have all the optimism in the world that by kind of like June of this year, we're really going to have turned a bit of a corner mm -hmm. on a lot of this stuff. But I don't know that for a fact. And it's not happening in the next few months. Nope. And you just have to live in the moment right now. It's like you really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And that's like a kind of a tough place to be. Some days I'm... I'm good with it, like I'm brave and I, I'm in the moment and I'm like, you know, whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. But then I have other days where I'm like, I have a lot of anxiety and, yep, you know, it's... Yep, yep. But um, yeah, Yeah, so we got, <laughs> yeah, we got anxiety, we got creepy vans, we have rain. And so we chuckled a little, so yeah. What I have done a lot, uh, which is not too different than the last, you know, almost year of my life, but you know, just kind of hunkered down, trying to embrace the fact that I'm somewhat isolated, you know, when I'm in the house, 
I'm, you know, cooking dinner, making my tea, watching my shows. Mm -hmm. And a couple of things have stood out to me lately. The first is a show. It's a Netflix series called Bridgerton. Mm -hmm. Heather, are you familiar? I've heard about it. Isn't okay, it like so, a, a crime drama or like a murder thing? Or, no, okay. no, no, no. It's not at all. It's more of like, so I never watched Gossip Girl, <laughs> but people compare it to Gossip Girl, except that it's set in like, you know, 1800 aristocratic London. Oh, I'll probably like it. <laughs> you, yeah. I mean, it's very young adult. Okay. In the sense of like, I think it's a series, well, I know that it is a series of books, mm -hmm. um, which I wasn't familiar with because I don't, you know, read stuff like that all that often. But I started it and I was like, you know, somebody had like posted on Twitter like, oh, this is really good. So I started watching it and I'm like, this is, it's very young adult racy, yeah, you know, where like there's a lot girl. of kind of like implied sex mm -hmm. going on. And there's also, you know, interpersonal relationships and, you know, families who are trying to, you know, get their daughters married off to the best, you know, suitor possible type mm -hmm. thing. And there's costumes and great hairstyles and all that stuff. And I started it and I was like, I feel like I'm like almost like too old for this you know it's like oh like I never watched the Twilight stuff mm -hmm. because I like I was like I'm just too old for this mm -hmm. but I like the Harry Potter stuff which you could argue is you know the same you watch you know, Twilight it's it's, it's yeah. fun it's uh we'll see I'll get there eventually mm -hmm. maybe maybe not but anyway I I got hooked on Bridgerton to the point where I was like yeah I'm gonna finish this yes. <laughs> and I mean there are like some moments in the show again it's Netflix so they can get away with certain things that maybe yeah. you, you wouldn't, you know, on like a CW or whatever, where it probably would live if it was on TV, TV. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, I'm like, this is kind of like, ooh, I'm blushing a little bit, you know? There's, <laughs> like it's there's more some, HBO style. It's, it's like, there's not a lot of nudity. Or Showtime But even. there's a lot of sex. Oh, interesting. And that's not like the whole point of the show. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's some sort of like who done it type thing, but no, it's not a murder mystery. It's just um, it's just like good. Well, it's not good, clean fun. It's like good, just like I don't know, bingey fun, like borderline uh, soapy, very soapy. Yeah, yes. I, I get That's, addicted there, to stuff there's like that a sometimes. Lot, yeah, there's there's a lot going on there. So I really enjoyed that. I finished. Um, the season, I think it's eight episodes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it must be. I don't know if it's being renewed. It probably will because it's gotten a lot of attention, but it's good. It was good. Okay, I'll good, check that out. Good, good stuff. Yeah, I think if you're feeling light, you know, put on a little Bridgerton. Yeah, that's uh, I need it. That's, yeah, right. When you're feeling dark, you know, <laughs> yeah. and you want to you want to see some like, you know, London folks with petticoats having sex. <laughs> I love then it. That's, that's your show. Another... Um, so that's that's a series, but a movie that I just watched, it was just last night, is Palm Springs. I know what this is, yeah. And it was so good. You know, there it's getting Oscar buzz, which I was really surprised to see. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't, it's kind of weird. I'm like, I'm I wouldn't sure expect I that. I'm not sure I would call it an Oscar No, not at all. That's why movie. I was surprised to see that. Because I thought it was but just I, a very um, Netflix kind of like look on your phone while you're kind of sort of watching it with one eye oh it was thing. really good so it's andy samberg uh who i love yeah me too snl alum brooklyn 99 guy i love the hilarious. girl too yeah and i'm less familiar with her um she's and how i met your mother and she was in like she's, the she's in a um some black mirror she was in a black that people mirror liked a lot really good i think some doctor who stuff yep she's she's been around but she's she cute. was sort of yeah super cute new to me um and they're you know obviously other actors in, in the in the movie but 
it is one of those movies where somebody had said, and this is like every once in a while, I'm like, I just don't know what to watch. I'm just like done with all my stuff, mm -hmm. you know, or I, or I don't want to watch Real Housewives right now. I want to just watch something different. And I tend to go TV show because my attention span is short. Yeah. Where I'm like, I want 30 minutes of something. Mm -hmm. I don't want like two plus hours of something. Yeah. So I often shy away from movies unless I really have the time. Or I know that I'm not going to be on my computer, like not paying attention, mm -hmm. you know, because like it's more fun to start a movie and like dim the lights and like you're watching the movie. Totally. But I, I have a hard time doing that these days because there's just other stuff to do. Yeah. So somebody on like Twitter, I don't even remember who. Yeah, exactly. Uh, had said like, ah, Palm Springs was such a delight. And I'm like, mm, never heard of it, <laughs> but I like Palm Springs, you know, like and I found it and as I started watching it, I was like, oh, this is funny. It's like a rom-com, but it's like very weird. Mm. And there's a whole kind of existential twist. And mm. I won't get into it because I won't spoil it for anybody. But uh, I loved it. And I like laughed hard okay, by myself, okay, which I'll I don't do it. very often yeah. with stuff. Yeah, oh, that's like great. maybe I was just in the right mood, but it was so funny. Yeah, I remember when it came out and I was like mildly interested. I like Andy Samberg and I like that actress. Um, and, but I was like, eh, it's probably going to be one of those sort of throwaway Netflix things. But then I was reading about that it was actually like a surprisingly good movie, like just the other day. So it's funny you, you brought it up, but I definitely want to want to check that out. Um, yeah, I know. So it's like all about what we're watching these days. Um, I, I know, because what else are we going to do? <laughs> want me to tell you what my grocery delivery was, everybody? Yeah. I or mean, like I what like puzzle what I, I watched just did. Is like <laughs> just mildly more interesting. While, but. But uh, I I have a I have a um, I I I feel like you probably are watching quite a bit of stuff as well, Heather. Oh boy, I'm I'm pretty excited to talk about uh, this um, particular subject today. I so on New Year's Eve, we watched a lot of really good kind of holiday movies that were from like the 40s and 50s. Um, one the movie that I saw on New Year's Eve that I had never seen that it's actually, you know, it's very classic and a lot of most people have seen it, I think, is The Apartment with um, Jack Lemmon and Shirley mm -hmm. MacLaine. And I've never seen Shirley MacLaine that young. I think you'd really like it, Sarah. It's a great... Oh, I've seen it. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah, she's yeah. super cute. I, I don't, I've never seen her uh, in, in a movie where she's that young. She's so adorable. And Jack Lemmon is just like such a physical like comedic actor he's so great and I just I'm kind of on an old movie kick and I know I said an episode back or two I said I have a hard time because my, my boyfriend loves old movies and he's kind of he'll he'll throw one out there and I'm like yeah it's black and white I don't know it's from like the early 40s I just feel like I'm gonna fall asleep like I just I've it's not that I've not liked old movies in the past I'm not against them but I think I I've created this Thing in my mind that like this expectation that's wrong and I think like sure there's good and bad movies of every decade and there's bad old movies there's bad good movies or, or new movies and so I kind of like it's like there's all these old expressions that we've created like a long time ago like never say never you know some of those I'm just like eh whatever <laughs> but it's so true it's like I I've really been turned around on the old movies because you know i'm all about the 60s and 70s it's one of my favorite decades of movies and the 80s to some extent um but 40s and 50s man it's a whole other world and it's been really fun to dive in and we've mostly been watching uh black and white and technicolor um in the last like couple weeks we've kind of been on this kick and boy i i'm like it's been sort of like the best thing lately it has been 
like such a good escapism for me. And I love the melodrama. A lot of the movies we've been watching have that really distinct melodrama. And I've just been thinking about melodrama. I kind of did some research on it, you know, like it started in theater, like in, you know, England and just like, why was it popular? Because it's hokey, you know, and, but it's, it's just evokes, it brings out your emotions and it's over the top. It's supposed to be. And that's why it became popular is it makes you emotional. Um, mm. and it's also so funny. I mean, you, you laugh at it because it's so over the top, you know, like just the drama and it's so good. And so I've been watching a lot of like Rock Hudson movies, which I just like, honestly, I, of course I've seen him and stuff, but I, I'm like, wow, like this is why people love Rock Hudson. It's like, it's just like, I'm diving into this world that is so interesting. Douglas Sirk is one of the directors of some of these great ones. I'd never heard his name before. And I know my directors somewhat and never heard his name. I'm totally fascinated by this guy. Um, and I've been watching, you know, this last night we watched one of his movies called the, it's called Magnificent um, Obsession. And it's Rock Hudson and this one actress, I'm trying to remember her name. She's in another movie with him. That's a love story. So there it's, both of them falling in love in these two different movies. I think the other movie was called All That Heaven Allows. And she's pretty, but she has this really weird haircut. It's like really short. And it looks like she kind of has like a partial wig or something. And it's kind of curly, but short. And it's like, it's just not attractive. And I just don't get the Rock Hudson and her like chemistry dynamic. But anyway, what I wanted to get to is I've been kind of into this um, social film discovery network. Sarah, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. It's fairly old. It launched in 2011. It's called Letterboxd. So it's like L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D. And it's really cool. Elijah's really into it. He basically, it's a place where you can mark, list all the movies you want to see, you know, to keep track of, of the movies you've seen, what you want to see. Uh, maybe you can, you can, well, you can definitely rate them. You don't have to, but you can rate them. You can review them. You can put notes in there, which is great because I've noticed as I've gotten older, I forget that I've seen stuff or I forget that I didn't see stuff where I'm like, I've never seen the apartment. I don't think, you know, and then mm -hmm. w w what would be cool is if you had started this in your twenties and wrote, oh, I saw the apartment and this is, and I didn't like it that much. I was young. I didn't really get it. But like, as you're older and you watch it again, you're like, oh, th this is like a totally different viewing ex experience for me. So this thing is really cool. I just started it like a couple weeks ago. My boyfriend has like decades of lists, which is kind of awesome. And I envy that a little bit because now he can really track what he's seen. And when he's seen it, it's sort of a way to chart your life in a way too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like I was like going through this in my life and like I really loved this yeah. movie. Like, do I really love it now? Exactly. Maybe. Yep. Maybe not. Exactly. It's very cool. And I thought you might get into it just to, you know, so you can start tracking what you watch. You can create your own playlist. Like there's playlists on there. So maybe you're like, what are the best bar fights like in movies across time <laughs> or, or some right. element, you know, creepy vans. I don't know. Right. <laughs> and there yeah. are some creepy vans out there. Um, and, uh, so like you could search that and if someone has created a list, which they likely have, you can find a list of the movies with the best bar fights. Um, you can rate, I said like, like you can write notes, how many, you can also collectively, like my boyfriend the other day is like, I've seen 264 movies this year. And I'm like, how do you know that? 
because Letterbox told me. And I'm like, that's so cool. Like, whoa, you, you know, he watches a lot of movies because it's, it's his a fun job. stat. Yeah. Whether exactly. or not you watch that many movies or not. Yeah. And I know how much good, you like stats like, and data and keeping track yeah, of these things. Very much so. Yeah. I'm, I'm not much of a journaler. Some no. people are like, oh, yeah, I journal every morning. And I'm like, you do? God, like, all I want to do is just be quiet and not journal. <laughs> But I do like things like that. Yeah. It's like, what does it matter to anybody? Well, it doesn't. Yeah. But it's kind of just a neat thing to know about yourself. It is cool. Oh, I watched this many movies and like these were the movies that I like gave like four stars to or that kind of thing. Yeah. And then it just, it kind of can inform like where you were in that. Like, like I'll look back and go, God, I remember when I was on that 40s and 50s kick. And um, it's, it's kind of cool. Cause I, I honestly, like I, my memory's a little spotty where I'm like, God, I think I saw that, but I just really need a refresher. And then I remember little bits, like we watched The Fisher King and I, you know, the Terry Gilliam movie with Robin Williams. That mm -hmm. is a great holiday movie. It's such a good movie, such a feel good, wonderful movie. You should rewatch it if you can. Cause I, I saw it when I was a teenager. So I remember Robin Williams. Yeah, I don't even, I, yeah. I probably have seen it, but like, I don't remember anything about the movie. It's so great. So that is a perfect opportunity to watch it again because it's, it, you know, one Oscar, or it got nominated or whatever. I mean, I think Robin Williams obviously got nominated and like Jeff Bridges is so good and I forgot he was even in it. So it's like such mm -hmm. a great rewatch. Re um, Anyway, so uh, Letterboxd, pretty cool. Um, and again, if you are on it, you can add me. Um, I think I'm just Heather Frank. And that's Letterboxd without the final E. Exactly. Before, before the D, Letterboxd. That's right. Boxed with no E. You know, it's funny, talking about old movies, I, I watched a lot of old movies when I took film classes. Mm -hmm. Even like as far back as high school, because I was, I was in like vocational classes where we would like, you know, it was like film theory mm -hmm. kind of thing. I was lucky enough to be able to have that um, uh, before I went to college. And then in college, I was in, you know, a creative arts college. And that was just all the electives. Like we all took like music theory and film, mm -hmm. you know, um, classic film. And there were, a, I watched a lot of old ass movies. Mm -hmm. And some of them I was like, I know this is a classic, but again, I was like, I don't know, 19, 20 years old. Yeah. I didn't always like them. Yeah, there were certain ones where I'm like, is this like really that good? I don't like this movie at yeah. all. It's like super boring. And then years later, not that many years later, but after college, I lived in this house with like three roommates. And one of the roommates, she, she wasn't really my favorite person for other reasons, but she just happened to be like obsessed with like Turner movie classics, mm -hmm. like the channel on TV, like all she yeah. wanted to watch was old God. movies. And she like worked in retail and sometimes was like kind of home all day if she wasn't working mm -hmm. and like starting like somewhat early in the morning like right outside my bedroom I'm like oh, here we go like we're watching on the waterfront again kind of thing she just it was like something that she really liked and you wouldn't really think of her as a person who was an old movie fan yeah she's just it was just like a, a quirk of her personality mm -hmm. and it bugged me sometimes but I also thought it was really interesting but the other day I was, well, I mean, I don't know, recently, not like yesterday or anything, but I was, I was just like, again, like, I don't know, do I want to watch something? I don't know. And I've got this AT&T TV Now subscription so I can get like just whatever's on the equivalent of cable. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm like, I'm just, I just want you to give it to me. Like, I'll just watch what is being offered on Bravo right now or, you know, see what's on CNN mm -hmm. or, you know, Animal Planet. 
and it was Mildred Pierce starring Joan Crawford. Oh yeah, we we were talking about watching that last night actually. Oh, it's good. Okay, um, we'll and watch it. yeah, like I I just kind of hit it right at the beginning, and I was like, you finished oh, it? Love... Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's I don't know if I've seen it before. I mean, I've certainly heard of it. You know, it's like 1945. You know, she got an Academy Award for it. I mean, it's a, you know, it was really popular. And there's movie the at remake the time. with Kate. Winslet, or it was like a mini series on HBO oh, or something. See, I, I, I've only seen the original, mm. but like, it's also Joan Crawford is, I mean, she's like the epitome of old Hollywood, mm. you know, and, and just, uh, you know, her face at the time, like she was really in her prime. And yeah, I finished it and I was like, that was so good. Even though like, there's so many things about the, you know, the plot line and the way people have the, you know, what do they call it? Mid-Atlantic accent, you yeah. know, of the Hollywood stars and stuff where it's like, it is like kitschy. Yeah. But it's also sometimes really deep where you're like, oh, wow. Absolutely. This was a movie that was made a long time ago about some like pretty heavy stuff. Oh yeah. They, they, that's another thing that I really appreciate about watching these movies is it's like, there's these morals of the story that are so fundamental to like human life and they're so philosophical and like, you know, about the human condition and existentialism and like class and, you know, societal mm -hmm. place, your, your, your place in society. Um, that's a lot of like that Douglas Sirk stuff. He, he, he focuses on that a lot, but yeah, it's, it's, it is, I'm so glad I've delved into this and that I've sort of changed my mind about old movies. I'm sure a lot of you will agree. I bet that we've got a lot of, um, patrons out there who love old movies. So let us know. Email us at hi at have such a good day.com. I want to know what your favorite classics are. I did rewatch Casablanca this weekend, which I don't really remember that movie because I saw it so long ago. I only remember that the classic shot of them with the plane and they're kissing. And I was, you know, it's like that's what I remember. And I remember a little bit of like, you know, the the style of the city and stuff like that. But that was a good rewatch. Um yeah. yeah, I think that was like my parents always like agreed like that's the best movie ever, mm -hmm. you know. Again, they're from a different era, but also, yeah, like when you watch that movie, you're like, oh, it's like really sad. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's a Times lot of stuff tough. that goes down. I mean, yeah. Gone with the Wind. Are you kidding? Yeah, like that movie's like it's like Jesus. Like this is like a very downer of a movie yeah. for like so many reasons. But you know, again. Well, Gone with the Wind is problematic in lots of other ways, mm -hmm. but uh, we'll leave it at that. Yes, yes. we want to hear your old movie recommendations. Hi at HaveSuchAGoodDay.com is where to email us. We also want to thank our patrons. Patreon.com slash HaveSuchAGoodDay is where you can learn more about being a patron if you're not already. We really appreciate it. That's where you can get ad-free versions of our show. Of course, you can always get the show free uh, on a podcast podcatcher of your choice but we really love uh the fact that we've got more patrons than ever and we'd like to grow our little team more and more and we've got some fun perks for those of you who do join us at various levels including our discord where we chat about all sorts the of stuff the conversation continues on discord essentially today, like sarah yeah, and i can was... just continue to talk and talk and talk and talk and yak and we continue to talk, like this morning, we were just talking to Buchanan about old movies and theater and, and our cats, cats tickling, tickling our toes and, you know, mm -hmm. all yeah. kinds of things go on in there. How so we're all going to get through life. Yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't, uh, if you haven't perused yet, please do. And thank you in advance. We also have a few new patrons, don't we, Heather? Oh, we sure do. Stephen Molinax. I know that hey, name. Doug Kleeman? Kleeman? Yeah. Kleeman? 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 Doug, hey, what's it? Yeah, I mean, let us know if we're, we're probably hacking your name. Sorry about that. Um, Jerry Brace. 
What up, Jerry? Uh, good to have you all with us. And we've got 95 patrons now. It's more patrons than we've ever had. I know, and, it's very you know, exciting. We'd, we'd love to have 9 million, but you know what? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to just build slowly. Or even 900. And, and surely. <laughs> no, I know 900 sounds like so many. I know. Also. Well, we're we're um yeah, we're so excited to have you all. It's such a big crew. We want it to be way bigger. So tell your friends, tell your aunt, tell your grandma, tell anybody that you think might enjoy it. Um have such the guy a good day. The creepy van down the street. Yeah, like the creepy it. hey man. Yeah. We would totally know. welcome creepy van people. So please let them know. <laughs> so we got a really cute email from that Charlie dude regarding hey, that Charlie dude. Wonder Woman 84, WW84. He said, it's bad, exclamation point. And Sarah was talking about it last week. Um, yeah, this is kind of in response to me being like, did not like. Yeah, so bad, <laughs> he said. Our family watched it on New Year's Eve as part of our New Year's Eve party. And while we enjoyed it, it was still bad. The plot didn't make sense. We had to rewind it a couple of times to catch stuff. And the special effects were sloppy as well. It was like we were watching a low budget TV show. He does mention some of his favorite parts, which I'm going to not repeat. Uh, so that I won't spoil anything. But he also did comment on um, the pet dolls that <laughs> that I got about uh, for my cats. Um, he says also yeah, the pet dolls. The holiday present. The yeah, holiday present. From, They're great. Yeah. I didn't know artists was, were still making them. We have a couple in honor of our lost boxers. They're nice little keepsakes. And I, Charlie, I would really um, like it if you could send me a picture of yours, of your lost boxers. I that know, would be great. especially because they're boxers. Otis is only 50% boxer, but I consider boxer friends my my kin at this point. <laughs> I'm very into boxer world. So yes, that Charlie dude, you have to send us a photo. Yes. Please do it. Please do it. And yes, I... I agree with you about Wonder Woman. It's funny. My TV, I'm really due for a new TV, but hey, you know, times yeah. are tough right now. But I can't, my TV is not 4K capable. Mm -hmm. So there is only so much, you know, that I can get. And I don't really know any better because I have the TV I've had for like, I don't know, the last like at least 10 years, maybe, maybe more. And a friend of mine said the same thing as you. It was like, the special effects were so bad. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I didn't even notice that. I was just like, the plot doesn't make sense. But I would love to see it on some on something that's supposed to like showcase special effects mm -hmm. and see how cartoonish it actually was. Yeah, I just, I ha I'm so, I don't even want to see it because I already kind of knew it was going to be bad. I, I liked the first one. It was fine. But I just have to see, it's kind of like that movie Cats. It's like, it's like you want to see the how bad it is. You just you have well, to see. I don't see think it for it's going to be as bad as cats. No, definitely um, not. I don't. I think cats is like on another level. Yeah, I actually haven't seen it. But like, I what are the bad eventually. movie awards called? They're called like the doozies the or Razzies, oh the Razzies, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't even know if they're doing those. That's anymore. more Razzie territory, cats. You sure? Yeah, I think it probably takes. I think it got it all of the awards. Year. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm. Again, yeah, Wonder Woman. It's not like, I mean, I wasn't like mad that I watched it. I was just like, well, that didn't make a lot You're of like, sense. You're like, God damn it, stomping your feet. No. And in <laughs> fact, I think that on a rewatch, not that I'm really planning on rewatching it, but I think if I knew going in, okay, this is going to be all over the place, mm -hmm. it might be more entertaining because, like, I like Gal Gadot. I like, um, you know, I like sort of like, if it's going to be camp, yeah. like I like that campiness. Sure. It's not that campy though. That's the problem. It's like mm. they didn't think they were being campy. They just were. Anyway, I will, uh, I'll get off my soapbox on this one. But yes, that Charlie dude, I'm, I'm uh, happy to hear that I wasn't alone. I like that name, that Charlie dude. It's cute. 
Yeah. Yeah. We love Heather's you guys. Cat is named Charlie. Yes, my cat is it's, named Charlie. It's not Charlie. your cat writing in, or is it? Oh, it might be. I Can you imagine Charlie, Charlie just dude. being like, that would be, type. Oh, I, I wouldn't even be surprised. I, I totally anthropomorphize my animals. Charlie is very smart. In fact, he's high uh, intelligence above my other cat and my, and my dog, Frank, Frank and Ziggy. You know, Ziggy isn't the sharpest tool in the shed, but Charlie is really smart. I mean, he's... Uh, yeah, he's like a little person wrapped in a little cat body. He's very special. Anyway, on that note, you guys are very special and yes, we you love you. And we, um, I'm, I, I really feel better after doing the show. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being a patron and we couldn't do it without you. So until next week, I will remain Heather. And I will remain Sarah. Stay dry, stay safe, stay warm, everybody. And have such a good day. We implore you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.